Hey everyone, welcome to the Flourish for Christ podcast. It's your host Vanessa and I am excited to bring forth the word that the Lord has laid upon my heart today. All right, so today we'll be discussing and talking about the parable of the lost sheep. Now let us begin. Now, Jesus, the Son of God, all throughout Scripture, we have seen and just reminds us of His unconditional and persistent love to meet people, no matter their background or lifestyle, right where they are at within their walk of life. For example, let us look at the book of the parable of the lost sheep, Luke 15. Now go get your Bibles or your Bible app, whatever you use, get it ready. All right, so I am 100% sure that many of you have heard this parable. The parable basically begins by sharing that the tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came and listened to Jesus teach. Now, the Pharisees and the teachers of religious law were complaining basically to Jesus that um, why would he be associating himself with these sinners who were basically listening to Jesus teach. But yet the Pharisees were complaining to Jesus to why would he be doing that? Okay, now let's take some time to think of this. Jesus was a man who never outcast anyone. Of course, he did rebuke when he had to, right? Imagine if Jesus came only for the righteous and and excluded all others. Um, Let's take some time to really think of that. Imagine he wouldn't be the son of God, the Messiah, the one who saves, redeems, and restores. Now let's continue to the reply that Jesus gave to the complaints of the Pharisees. Let's look at uh, Luke 15, verse 4. And it says, and this is from the NLT version. Sorry that I didn't mention that earlier. And it says, if a man had a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Wouldn't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? Although Jesus was being complained at, right? And he still sat among the sinners to let them hear his teaching. Well, guess what? The Lord does the same with us. Just like that shepherd, right? That left the 99 to go look for that one lost sheep. The Lord does the same with us. And guess what? He will leave the 99 time and time again for us too. Look, including myself, we have all fallen short of God's glory. Nobody's perfect. You and I. We are sinners, and I know that at times, yes, sometimes that's hard to admit. But today, we see so many people who have strayed away from their faith for various reasons, yet we constantly see and hear powerful testimonies around us, how Jesus left the 99 to turn a life around, basically personal powerful testimonies from people you may even know. For example, I want to get personal with you and share my personal testimony. I do want to say disclaimer, this may be a trigger or a very sensitive topic to some. So please be advised. I do encourage you to either forward about maybe a minute or so to skip. It is a part of my personal testimony. Now let me share a very brief and personal part of my life that I believe was a powerful part and signature moment in my life. So let me share it with you. Eight years ago, I found myself in a very low place within my life to the point that I wanted to take my own life away. To be exact, it was November 3rd, 2013. On that day, I clearly remember crying in my bedroom floor, kneeling down angry at God for all the pain, loss, and disappointment I was facing in that season of my life. During that season of my life, I 
I basically wasn't rooted in Christ. I was indulging in the ways and the things of this world, basically living in sin. I remember I found myself basically blaming him for all that I was going through. I remember saying out loud, if you are real and true, show me. Show me that you are because I can't take this anymore. Basically, in the midst of that moment, I opened up my window and I looked up at the sky. I clearly remember it was actually a very cloudy day. And at that very moment, when I look up, a bright, heavy light just shined down upon me. That's all I clearly remember. And all I remember is saying the words, I repent, I surrender. As I was kneeled, basically like in a ball in my room. Then I probably basically maybe passed out for maybe about a minute or so after I experienced like that bright light. I believe it was the presence of the Lord. Um, Moments later, I woke up and I kid you not, I no longer felt all the anger, the agony and despair in my heart. It might sound crazy to you, but that is exactly what I experienced that day. And that day, I believe is one of the biggest testimonies that I share with many. I consider that day actually the signature moment I had with the Lord. He left the 99 for the one that day for me, basically a sinner who he forgave and restored. In my very room at that exact moment, I gave my life to Christ. And from that point forward, my life changed forever. And now let's flash forward eight years. Here I am. Of course, I'm not exempt from trials and tests of faith, but I'm still pursuing the heart of Jesus, even if I face trials and tests of faith today. Basically, I hope that my testimony speaks to many of you that no matter what you are currently facing, he is always willing to leave everything to meet you right where you are at in this season of your life. Now, we will continue with the next verses, but for now, I want to actually take some time to reflect. Maybe go get a pen and a paper, your notebook, whatever it is, and let's take some time to reflect and ask ourselves this. How do I feel now at this moment within my Christian walk? Do I feel close or far away from God? If I were to face right now an unexpected turn in my life, Would I be able to withstand the fiery darts of the enemy or would I walk away from Jesus? Would I put on the full armor of God and fight the Goliath in front of me or would I break down and turn my back on God? Would I walk away from my faith altogether? Now, really take some time to reflect on that. Pause the podcast if you have to for a bit to ponder on that. Or come back and jot down these reflection questions. Do whatever you have to do to really reflect in within your heart and mind. Making that space, open space for yourself to really get your mind right and place, right? With God. If your heart and mind, after you reflect and sit down yourself and you really evaluate yourself in really 100% honesty with yourself, if you find that you are not in communion, in alignment with the Lord, where you wish you will be, then I want to tell you, do not be discouraged. Keep on letting the Lord speak to you so he can edify you. Now, if you reflect on those and then you find that you are right where you the Lord needs you to be, you've been doing whatever the Lord has asked you to do, then great, keep on seeking the Lord. But I want to go back. If you are the one who answered to any of these questions, the opposite of courage and trust in Jesus, then I'm here to tell you, and let me be honest, 
then there is some work to be done within you. And guess what? That's okay. Nobody's perfect. I'm not either. But let me just say that this is an opportunity for you to grow within your walk with Jesus Christ. So therefore, just start by surrendering it all right now. At this very moment, cry out to him. Open up your heart if you have to. And fully first repent and ask for forgiveness. And share your thoughts. Be honest with him. And take some time to truly evaluate yourself. Be honest both with the Lord and yourself. If there's anything that is holding you back basically from truly surrendering your all to Jesus, then simply say it out loud and repent. And then really... I want to say that he will forgive you. He will restore you. But it's up to you to do so. Now, let us go back to the second part of that verse we were on. So we're going back again to the book of Luke, but this time verse 5. And it says, we were talking about the shepherd who lost his one sheep, right? And then when he has found the lost sheep, right, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulder. Verse 6, when he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. Verse 7, in the same way, there is more, right? It says that there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and turns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. So therefore, really ponder on that. Really, today, I want to leave you with this. Take the time to sit yourself with the Lord in your sanctuary place, in that space where you know that you can really open up to the Lord and let him speak back into your heart. Really evaluate yourself and reflect, is my heart and posture right with God? I know I have to do this daily to remind myself where I stand with God because if I don't do that, I risk highly to be deviated from the Lord's ways. I risk indulging in back again into sin and temptation and in the things of this world, right? So we have to take that time daily. And I want to say, if your heart posture isn't where you know you want it to, to be, give yourself the opportunity to turn away right now from whatever is distracting you, from whatever is really leading you away from the walk, right? From the growth, from the edification of the Lord. So wholeheartedly pursue, right? The heart of Jesus. Again, I want to remind you, he will forgive you if you turn away and make that decision to leave your old ways behind. Just as it says in this passage, the heavens rejoice when one sinner repents. Just as this shepherd rejoiced to find his lost sheep, so does the heaven and the angels rejoice too. Look, the Lord left the 99 for me eight years ago, and he will do it for you too. And he will do it time and time again. Surrender, trust, and repent fully to him today, knowing that he will give you a new beginning to restore you and reach the lives of many others too. Be honest and transparent with yourself and God. Now that I'll leave you with one more question. Where do you stand right now with Jesus? Alright, I hope that this message really just spoke to you. Thank you for hearing my personal testimony. There's more to it that will be left for another episode. But I hope that it really just spoke to you. And I hope that you make that honest decision with yourself and the Lord to really give yourself the opportunity to let Him give you a new beginning. Alright, so let us pray us out. 
Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. I hope and pray that you convict anyone listening to this very word. May your word come forth, Lord, to edify your people, to come to you as they are, knowing that there is forgiveness, restoration in your presence, Lord. I pray that you show each and every one of them how greatly and valuable they are to you. I pray that each and every one of them has the opportunity and gives themselves the opportunity to be who you are calling them out to be. Father God, I pray for each and every one of them listening, listening out of the sound of my voice right now. Lord, remind them that you will meet them right where they are at, meeting them with an open heart and open arms to restore them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.